0: Let me ask you, are you new to crypto? Don't know where to start? Are you more experienced but have questions? Then you're in the right place. This podcast is designed for you. Coming at you from the Trading Center in the Lifestyle Design Studio, here's your host, Crypto Travels Michael.
1: Hey, welcome to today's podcast. I'll tell you I'm excited about today. I have a very special guest here in the studio, and his name is Miguel from Mexico City. And Miguel is a serial crypto entrepreneur who's involved in a variety of different crypto projects. He's the founder and main trader of a crypto hedge fund. He's also the founder and president of a mining company, 100% sustainable crypto mining company, uh, which is powered by solar, by the way. And we'll get into that in today's episode. And he also creates tokenizing tequila via NFTs. And maybe we'll touch on that at the end of today's episode. And he also is doing a host of other things. So I'm excited to introduce you today. Hey, Miguel, welcome to the studio today. Tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what your connection is in crypto. Hey, Michael, pleasure being
2: here in beautiful Mexico City. Well, as you kindly said, I am involved in a variety of crypto projects. I mean, I'll give you a small review. The first thing we're doing is a DeFi project that's helping investment syndicates That is, people that get together to invest in different crypto projects, uh, make better investment decisions, and and democratize the whole structure. Then we're also doing an NFT tequila, which is a project that I'm very excited about. And perhaps at the end of the show, we can talk a little bit about that. I run my own garage crypto hedge fund, which trades in a variety of networks. And lastly, and I think that's why I'm here, we're building a 100% no bullshit sustainable crypto mining company we'll get more into that uh, why no bullshit why what's sustainable what's
1: mining i'm happy to be here and tell you all about that excellent thanks for that intro miguel let's break down a little bit for a for a moment like what is mining i i know this might be an intro to our listeners you know they may have heard bitcoin mining what is mining but they may not know exactly what is mining? So could you break that down for our listeners for a little bit? Yeah, for sure. It's c- certainly a question
2: I get a lot, right, from, from people that are not really acquainted with the term, as it can be a term that can be a bit confusing, right? They're like, what, Miguel, you go into, a, into the soil with, your, with a shovel and, and do some swings and get some Bitcoins down there? But no, in reality, Bitcoin mining is just a process where we add more Bitcoins into the Bitcoin ecosystem. So, you know, how does it work? How do we mine new Bitcoin? Well, all Bitcoins are created by a computational process called mining. It's that easy, it's, uh, it's an algorithmic process. It's already embedded into the network. You know, The creator of Bitcoin, which uh, is Satoshi Nakamoto, devised it this way. Actually, I recommend our, our listeners to read the white paper, the Bitcoin white paper. It's a great way to understand where Bitcoin ca- comes from, what was his rationale behind his or her rationale of creating this uh, beautiful tool, and it also explains a little bit about mining and, and the, all the things in the back that he was thinking and, and the logic of why we need computational power provided to the network in order to get new, new, new Bitcoin. So, I mean, how does it work? Well, basically, you have computer hardware calculating complex math equations. By solving these calculations, uh, you become a, an integral part of the Bitcoin network as this creates security nodes that validate all transactions that happen in the network. So the more miners we have, the more nodes we have, the more secure the network becomes. So basically how it works is it's a a huge web with different nodes. Each miner is in one of those nodes and we're providing the the calculations in order to keep everything secure. Once we complete the complex math equation, the network rewards each miner with new Bitcoins. Right now, the reward for solving a block, which is what it's called to, to solve the, the problem, gives you 6.25 Bitcoin. And each year, well, each period, depending on how the network feels the supply and demand of Bitcoin is, and the supply of demand of computational power is, gets halved. So at the beginning of times, we had 24 Then it went to 12. Now we're at six. And probably in a couple couple years, it's going to go down to three. So this makes the process a bit harder. Every every year, it gets harder to mine Bitcoin. And this creates scarcity, which gives Bitcoin some value. Well, a very similar process uh, happens in other networks that also use this proof of work thesis. So Ethereum, Litecoin, other coins you've heard of, they also use this kind. And they they have a very similar process of, of mining those coins.
1: Awesome. Thanks for unpacking and, and providing an explanation, an overview to our listeners, Miguel. Let me ask you this. What is exactly involved in setting up mining equipment and, and actually doing it? Well, actually, there's two options here. So uh,
2: if you want to start small, or, or basically what, what what everybody does at the beginning is build custom-made rigs using state-of-the-art graphic cards, uh, the same ones that gamers or other uh, programmers use. And then, you you know, you program this rig to be actually mining the Bitcoin. Or you can buy a ready-made machine called an ASIC that is an algorithm-specific integrated chip, which, you know, there's a variety of suppliers doing this. There's Bitmain. There's uh, many others doing it. Basically, the, I mean... What it does is they, they sell you a ready-to-go rig that you just connect to, to electricity, you connect to your Ethernet network, and you start mining. The problem with ASICs is right now with the, with the chip supply uh, being very meager in the whole world, uh, you need to wait months in queue to get your hands on one or pay ridiculous premiums to get them. No, I, I mean, here in Mexico, in the US, Canada, all, all, the, all the Americas, I would say, you're, you're paying maybe 40, 50% of retail price if you want to get your hands in a, in a machine within one month.
1: If you want to pay retail, you, you'll have to go to the supplier in China and wait maybe four or five months. Interesting. Miguel, you're doing something a little bit different with your mining than, than some of the others that I've come across. You're actually using solar to power your mining. Yeah, we wanted to do something different with our mining. I mean, we can jump
2: into that story a, a bit down the... Later, But uh, basically, I mean, we've been doing mining for years now and lately there's been a lot of scrutiny on how non-sustainable the the Bitcoin mining industry is. I mean, we've heard news of of China banning all mining operations. So they basically you cannot mine Bitcoin anymore in China uh, because it was you had towns with no electricity, but you had the mining, the big mining guys running the machines there. And then, well, also Elon Musk recently tweeted, actually, it was funny because it was right one month after he he bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin and he started taking Bitcoin for to, for as payment for the Teslas. But I mean, so one month after that, he, he came out and tweeted the following. He said, cryptocurrency is a good idea, but this cannot come to a great cost to the environment. He stopped right there. He stopped accepting Bitcoin for Tesla. And we actually saw a little tumble in, in the price of Bitcoin. So, you know, I was talking to, to with, my, with my associates with, with uh, the main one is my brother. And we were like, okay, let's take this to another level. Why don't we, you know, create a 100% sustainable mining company? We started doing some research. We noticed a lot of companies are doing it already, but it's it's bullshit. Why? Because instead of actually doing renewable energy, they just buy carbon bonds or, or take shortcuts. So we don't want to do that. We're doing it completely solar at the at the moment. So 100% solar, no bullshit, no, we don't go to the jungle and plant a couple of trees and, and call ourselves carbon neutral, you know? So yeah, we took the opportunity, created our mining company uh, and we're this,
1: you know, beautiful virgin solar Bitcoin that we're producing. So your your electricity is actually powered by solar, solar panels. Yeah. For example. Yeah. So we have a, I mean, the, the, we're 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 still at the pilot
2: stage, I would call it. So we have a warehouse here in Mexico City. We installed some solar panels and we connected them to to our machines. Well, obviously, this sounds easier than <laughs> said than done. Uh, these machines consume high levels of electricity, so the investment on solar panels is considerable. But we didn't want to compromise on anything, and, and that's the way we did it. And we're also, I mean, thinking about solar. This is the first stage, but we're also looking at uh, other alternative renewable solutions like wind or hydro and also partnering up with with some people that have these plants and perhaps would like to get into a little bit of mining. So we're helping them with that.
1: Man, that sounds exciting. Let me ask you, what kind of monthly mining reward per machine should someone expect if, if they were going to mine themselves? So normally the ASICs we have right now Will produce each machine, we'll,
2: you'll get uh, $1,200 worth of Bitcoin a month at the current price, which, by the way, today we hit the world record of 64,000. And that's very exciting. And then, obviously, uh, you know, so you produce 1,200, then you need to subtract your electric costs, which will come around. I mean, I'm talking Mexico City, which is the average is the same as Texas or some like cheaper states in the US of 300 to $400. You also need to to put in some maintenance and operation costs. These are sensible machines. You need to keep them out of the dust. You need to make sure they're not running hot. Ventilate them properly. All in all, I think normally it will take you around 18 to 24 months to make back your money at the current rates. Again, as we all know, Bitcoin is highly volatile. So you're paying for machines in dollars. You're getting rewarded in Bitcoin. So you just need to be careful and... and uh you know, make an, a wise investment, if
1: you're getting into this. Absolutely. So approximately a year and a half to two years, you're looking to break even on your initial investment and everything after that is pure profit. Yeah. For the years to come. Yeah. I mean, you always depend of,
2: of the changes in the cost of electricity, which is a problem we don't have, mm-hmm. thankfully. No? That's one of the beauties of being 100% renewable. If you go the, the cheaper alternative, which is uh, building a rig with graphic cards, that would normally last you if you if you ha, if you're running them 24 hours, it will last you between two and three years. And then ASICs, which are you know made for this, they're made to run 24 hours without stopping. You will get maybe five to seven years with work out of it. Also, I mean, we need to consider going back into the halving events for Bitcoin. The ones I told you that each block you solve, you get six point twenty five Bitcoin. So in two or three years, instead of six point twenty five, you get three point one to five. So, you know, that reduces your inputs. But obviously, I mean, technology evolves. The idea is that each year you renew your machines or, or start getting new ones, start retiring the old ones and just keep a fresh set of machines with the latest technology. Also, I mean, obviously for, for us, it's not, it's not only important to have a, a good cost to production ratio. We also need a, a lower energy
1: Like we're looking always for the machines that have the lowest consumption of electricity. Absolutely. I can definitely appreciate that. So how did you get started in this whole project and, and, you know, and to bring it to where you are now? What's the backstory on that? You have partners, uh, you know, what, how did, how did everything get going? Yeah. So, well, we've been mining, I would say, well, one of my biggest partners is my brother,
2: uh, he, actually, he's here in the studio, listening to us, Absolutely. giving us some uh, <laughs> some looks. <laughs> yeah, so he started mining maybe four years ago. You know, he was mining a, a variety of uh, different coins. He had a gaming computer. You know, whenever he wasn't playing Call of Duty or other games, he was using the graphic cards to mine uh, Monero and Ripple and other smaller coins. So he's always been interested in that. I just came back. From living in london for five years and and you know we started talking about hey you know let's take this to the to the other level so we started exploring we built our our, our own first rig oh wow with six uh, graphic cards it's actually still running we have it connected in the in the warehouse nice and you know after that we we started digging into the bigger scene you know going into asics talking to the suppliers in china talking to people here in mexico that are already you know, doing this in, on a larger scale, then that's when we read about Elon saying, Hey, you know, crypto is great, but at what cost? So that was, you know, uh, we, we had like a breakthrough moment. We were like, okay, this is definitely a differentiator, uh, differentiator for us. Because, uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of people mining, you know, and it's one of those businesses that the sun shines for everyone. It's not like you open your mining company. And it doesn't matter if everybody else is doing it because you you still get the same profit. But at the end, we want it to be different. I I think that's a great way to expand. Like the story sells for itself. You know, high profile people are talking about it.
1: That's how the story went. (laughs) Absolutely. No, that's awesome. So let me ask you, where exactly are you guys headed now? Okay, yeah. So we just finished
2: setting up the pilot mine. It's going well. We never really talked about the cost of these machines. But
1: Mm -hmm. uh, normally... You expected to pay around twelve, thirteen thousand for each ASIC. So that's twelve or thirteen thousand dollars per ASIC mining rig. Yeah. So you know that that's a high price point for most people. So now what
2: we're thinking and and uh, we're already developing it. It's a very in- interesting project. I mean, it's been done in the states, uh, but we want to do it a bit better, and we want to do it obviously hundred percent sustainable, uh, which is that like a shared ownership of, of the machines. You know. So we will buy one machine and then find, I don't know, people that want to invest $1,000, $2,000. And we will just, you know, split the machine between the people that are doing that. And we will charge them for electricity at the same price uh, they will pay on on the regular grid, but guaranteeing them 100% sustainable electricity, and just a small fee uh, of maintenance and everything.
1: So they could get in, they could actually get in on the benefit of mining without actually having to Buy or pay for the entire machine. Yeah, they can just get in with a much smaller investment, lower entry point. Yeah, and without all the problems that
2: entail, you know, learning the system. I mean, there's plenty of like systems and apps out there where we can be completely transparent with this. So the people that come into this scheme, they will have you know an app where they can see how much the machine is producing, how much electricity is being consumed, is it on, is it off, how hot it is, even you know, you can check temperature. So, yeah, it's a very, thanks to technology, it can be a very transparent process uh, where people, you know, buy their machine. Maybe, you know, they want to start investing more and more. One day they'll own a full machine. And if they want to take it home, they can take it home. Because at the end of the day, it's their their machine. We just run it for them in our our warehouse.
1: Wow, that's exciting. That's definitely a different angle, a different direction. And, you know, additional services that can be offered, you know, to virtually anyone, huh? Yeah, because
2: we want to have three sources of revenue. The first one being our own mining.
1: The second one, this share
2: ownership uh, concept. And the third one is we want to help mines that are already running uh, go green. Okay. So with the help of our partners, the uh, solar panel or or the people we're going to be talking with in hydro or other renewables, we want to approach and say, hey, let's go green together. You know, we can help you. We already done it. It works. I mean, there's a lot of skepticism around this. The, the, The machine's we know they consume a lot of electricity. So when you tell them, okay, for each machine, you need around 12 square meters of solar panels installed in your roof. People get scared, you know, it sounds like a lot, but at the end of the day, you know, the solar panels will get paid for in in seven to 10 years, paying the same rate. If if you pay the same rate you were paying to the grid, you know, it takes you seven years. Okay, it sounds like a long time, but if you pay the grid, you're left with nothing after seven years. If you if you connect a solar panel,
1: you'll have the solar panels after seven years, you know, and, and you'll have free electric- electricity then. That's a really good point. That's uh, And it also helps the industry as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. On our website, we're going to have uh, an episode blog post with all of Miguel's info. So if you want to reach out to him, if you want to see what he's doing. And um, Miguel, do you have anything else you'd like to add here on the show? well uh, just to thank you michael it's been a pleasure
2: i was very excited to be here it's great to have uh, you know so many listeners all around the world hopefully this inspires them to start getting into crypto it's a great thing the blockchain technology that was created by bitcoin and, and mr or mrs satoshi is a technology that's that's here to stay it's gonna you know take out the middleman which is it's just a, a disease of our society you know middleman always taking the, the most and then the produ- producer and, and the consumer gets less so that's the magic of, of decentralization and, and blockchain that we can get rid of the middleman the computers does all the trusting and all the smart
1: contract things of, of things and and then i guess you know down the line we'll have a better world no intermediary we all love decentralized yeah and also what you're doing maybe we'll have to bring you back on the show when uh, you can tell our listeners about what you're doing with tequila and nfts and tokenizing and all of that good stuff i would love to i mean real quick
2: nfts as you've heard in other episodes here with mike are non fungible tokens that means that you you have a a single token that has its own value by itself like it's it's a, a limited edition sort of token we can say and we're gonna attach that to a real bottle of tequila so it's a really cool project We'll only have uh, 777
1: bottles, so super limited. And that's the point of NFTs, right? Wow. So someone buys an NFT and that's the only way for them to get the bottle of tequila with it. That is correct. So it's like a super exclusive tequila label, if you will. 777 NFTs and bottles. You heard it first here live on the show. Yeah. From Miguel here in Mexico City. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. So we thank you for coming on and uh, we'll have you back on the show soon. Until next time, make it a great day.
0: Thanks for tuning in to New to Crypto podcast. If you like the episode, be sure to follow and subscribe. You can listen to every episode on all major platforms.